0: Do you know just how good we have it? I'll tell you what. Great day in the morning. I watched some of you worship. Some of you this past year, you've been healed, cancer-free, all by the grace of God. Give thanks. Yeah. Some of you have had your families put back together. Some of you have finally arrived at a place of employment that you feel comfortable with. Some of you found new love. Give thanks. Some of you have completed an annual one-year cycle this year and the loss of a loved one and you give thanks. Today we dedicated to the the family, uh, Jimmy Johnson, his wife Linda passed away 20 months ago. That family got together and there was a bench out in the courtyard area now that has a plaque on it in memorial of her. And we dedicated that bench in memorial to her. But I said to them, when you walk by that bench, You read that plaque. It's a memorial of her life. But you can make it a legacy. A legacy, a memorial is a memory of what was. A legacy is living and breathing. It is something that continues on, that you build on, and you carry that person's legacy forward. And it's a positive thing. And dedicate your life to that. There is one psalm that individuals really, really appreciate, and it is, uh, it is Psalms 118, verse number one, and it is a psalm that some individuals say it made a huge difference for them. Martin Luther, great German reformer, is the one that said, that psalm is my chosen psalm. It is, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good because his mercy endureth forever. Shall we read it together? O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good because his mercy endureth forever. Amen. Amen. Former President Woodrow Wilson said, a nation which does not remember what it was yesterday does not know what it is today nor what it's trying to do we are trying to do a futile thing if we do not know where we came from or what we have been about when we see the words on our currency in God we trust that is a hallmark of Thanksgiving that is a declaration that says our nation we believe has a foundation that was based in the revelation and the gifting of god to us in this land we called america and as we celebrate thanksgiving it causes us to pause if we choose to do so long enough to say thanks martin luther said That one verse has saved me from insanity. He said, that one verse has given me comfort when my life was in danger. That one verse has brought me hope, when all I could see was hopelessness. No king, no sage, no emperor. No one could take away from me what that verse means to me. He said, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And I remembered that no matter the circumstance, the fact is, I give thanks because he is good. And that no matter how many times I am pressed in battle and how many times I am pressed with the decisions, I know that his mercy, whether I get it right or get it wrong, his mercy endures forever. He said that psalm has meant so much to me. And he said, I suggest that when you're down and when you're discouraged, that you read it and be reminded of how good God is to you. He said, in thanking the Lord, you will overcome your trials because you remember that you're not alone. He said, in thanking God, you will realize just how blessed you are in all the things and opportunities that you have had. He said, in thanking God, you can take time to count your blessings. We sang that old hymn, count your blessings, name them one by one. He states again, Psalms 118, and tomorrow may it reverberate in all of our lives. We'll give thanks to the Lord for his good, because his mercy endureth forever. Thanks is a Hebrew word, and the Hebrew word it means reverence. I reverence you, God. It means I worship you here it is now. I worship you. Here it is in the Hebrew with extended hands. And every time that we worship and we're praising God with extended hands, we are in the Hebrew word saying, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blessing. When those hands go up and we praise him and give him adoration, thanksgiving refers to showing and sharing gratitude. I am thankful for that. It is being appreciative. It's giving recognition. It is, in fact, acknowledging and giving credit and praising. For there is no one that is responsible for giving you life but Jehovah, God Almighty. There is no one who will comfort you like Almighty God. There is no one who protects your children like Almighty God. He is Jehovah. There is no Redeemer other than Jesus Christ. There is no comforter other than the Holy Spirit. It is the triune God that blesses us and we we give him thanks and we say, in Jesus' name, we declare your honor, your power, your anointing, and your wisdom on all of our families. It is not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. So some of you will leave here tonight and you'll probably hit a drive through at McDonald's. Or you'll go home and you'll gnaw on something. Or you'll start cooking and tomorrow morning you'll get up and you'll start cooking unless some of you go and say, I ordered it all in. One family said we ordered it all from Cracker Barrel. It'll be at the house about 11 o'clock. And that's how we celebrate. That's good. If that's the way you celebrate. You know, when you do that, what it does is gives you more prayer time and more praise time and more time to get acquainted with the family. Hello? Hello? Anybody out there helping me tonight? So just let all you order in, people, just remember what an opportunity you have. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good and his mercy endureth forever. Forty-seven years ago, I met a um a black man who was with the Manatee County Sheriff's Department. I, I pastored down in Bradenton and I met him at Mr. Q Poultry. Mr. Q Poultry is where I had another job beside pastoring the church of cutting chickens, cutting chickens for Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was a place where semi-loads of chicken were brought in, and they had to be cut according to the order of how Kentucky Fried Chicken, how Maryland Fried Chicken, how all the chicken places wanted there. Some wanted a nine-piece cut. Some wanted a ten-piece cut. But he was the king daddy in cutting chickens. He could cut chickens, 25 chickens, cut them into nine pieces, and have them back in the case in less than four minutes. And so when I got there, he was the the cock of the walk. We didn't start working. The cooler had to be 33 degrees. So you worked, and it was wet and cold in there. And I said, you you think you're the king, daddy? He said, I know I am, reverend. I said, well, let's give it a whirl. You think you can beat me? I said, no, I don't. He said, that's what I figured. I said, I know I can beat you. You So we put on the gloves. We put on the gloves, and sure enough, I beat him by three pieces, by three pieces. He had respect for me. His name was Sylvester Bellamy. I respected him. He was an unusual, he was a follower of Jesus Christ. I had not heard of him in 46 years since that time until today. Watching the news, Sylvester passed away in 2014. But before he passed away, he established an opportunity every Thanksgiving out of his foundation. He established the opportunity to give away hundreds and hundreds of turkey dinners to people who were in need. And so today the entire Manatee County Sheriff's Department in the name of Sylvester Bellamy distributed hundreds of meals to people. And I sat there and I thought, wow, how amazing that is. That a friend that I met that many years ago at the end of his life, and he's not alive anymore. But his desire to help people carries on. You see, when you're thankful to God, God can flow through that kind of heart. When you're grateful to the Lord for that, we understand God is good. Amen. So let me try it on. God is good. And all the time, we got it down. And His mercy, the word mercy, His mercy does what? As long as you qualify? As long as you qualify? As long as you get enough praise segments in? No. His mercy is not contingent on you at all. But I sure do need his mercy why wouldn't i give thanks i love this story max Lacado. max was living as an american in brazil one day he said i was walking on my usual path to the university where i taught classes and he said in brazil there were just hundreds and hundreds of little children playing in the streets no one really ever bothered bothered them many of them were beggars and it was nothing unusual for a kid to come up and grab your pant leg and ask for something. And he said, you just got used to it, almost immune to it. But he says, as I was walking into my class, there was one little coffee shop that I always stopped at to get coffee and go on to my university class. He said, as I was about to walk in the shop, I felt the tug on my pants leg. And I looked down six or seven year old little boy And the guy had little black, dark, beady eyes. And he said to me, bread, sir. He said, there was something about that little boy. It was unusual. Bread, sir. He said, I took him by the hand. and took him into the pastry shop and the coffee shop. And I told the proprietor of the shop, give him a pastry. Just give him whatever he wants. I'll pay for the coffee and the pastry down the other end of the counter. Max said, I walked on down the counter, got my coffee. He said, forgot about the kid drinking my coffee, getting ready to pay. And he said, I felt someone close to me. And he said, I looked down and there he was. He said, "But I looked down his eyes, came up and met mine. And he said to me, Sir, thank you so much for the bread. It means a lot to me. He said, my eyes welled up with tears because I thought, how many little boys have passed by Because usually what they do is once you give them something, they take off and you never see them again. There's no thanks. There's no tugging at your leg again. They just grab it and run and disappear in the streets. But this little boy, six or seven years of age, was unusual. He came and said, thank you. I think about the lepers. 10 of them. I think about this little boy. And I think about how easy it is for all of us in our culture to forget that there is a heavenly father who gives us what we need and so many times what we desire. And in the busyness of life, Sometimes we forget to just say, thank you. Max said, I was 30 minutes late for my class, and I really didn't care. Because he said, I learned a big lesson right then and right there. That the compassion and the ability to give and to be grateful should never become routine to any of us. 1 Timothy 6, 17 says, Command those who are rich. Say with me, I am rich. I am rich. Let's say it again. I am rich. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain. Somebody say amen. But to put their hope in whom? God, who richly provides us. With everything for what? Our enjoyment. Everything for our enjoyment. So tomorrow, when you tear open that can of Spam, (laughs) you rip that cellophane off that piece of bologna, and you pull out that three-day-old light bread, and you start eating it, Say, wow, God, it can't get any better than this. But we know that's not what's going to happen for the majority of us, don't we? We're going to rip that turkey open. We're going to do more than that. All the side items. But remember this, every bit of it is something that God gave us for our Enjoyment. Little boy went to his neighbor's house, going to eat lunch. They were rushing around the table. There was a lot of activity at the table. After all the food was there and everybody had a seat and the mother was still bringing a few things out, they were just going to have sandwiches, etc. His little friends who were his neighbors just dove in and started eating. The little boy blurted out. He said, don't you say a prayer before you eat? And the lady who was the neighbor Mumbled under a breath, no, we don't take time for that here. He didn't quite hear that. Then he went on to say, you just like my dog. You just start right in. (laughs) I don't want to be that person that overlooks the little boy. I don't want to be that person that's the nine lepers who were healed. I don't want to be the person who sets down and fails to give God thanks. I don't want to be that whited sepulcher that I look good on the outside, but I don't have the goods of a grateful heart on the inside. I want to be like the individual Martin Luther who said, "Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good because his mercy endures forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. As our ministers prepare to get in their places, do that now. And let's just bow our heads. And if you're here tonight and your heart is not in tune or you're not right with Jesus or you're listening online and you realize that your heart is not in proper sequence with God, As a matter of fact, you're working your own will, doing your own thing, building your own dreams, and you've forgotten about the one who actually gives you life and breath. But tonight, I know in the deep of your heart and I know in your spirit you want to repent. And you can repent. And there's no reason for any person to leave this room tonight. As we're about to take communion, we want to be pure. So I'm going to ask all of you, everybody, to repeat this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for the abundance of your blessing. My nature is sinful and I need forgiveness. I believe by faith if I ask you, you will forgive me. Thank you, Jesus, because you died for me You have walked with me, you have put up with me, as I have made wrong choices, and you have still loved me. So come into my heart, and I commit to you now to follow you and give thanks, because you are good, and your mercy endures forever. In Jesus' name amen we're going to be stationed as you can see throughout the building here you're welcome to come to any person and then i'm asking you to get with your family and just take communion with your family or maybe you say i don't have a family it's just me get with someone people will welcome you the bread represents the body of jesus christ The drink represents the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed. It represents the anointing of Almighty God. So when you pray, you pray over your family. You men, you're the priest of your household. You are the priest of your household. Take advantage of this opportunity and pray that prayer and let God speak through you. So would you stand? And when you have completed communion, you are welcome to slip out And may God bless you, and may you all have a wonderful, blessed Thanksgiving.